Alrighty. Hello, everyone. Hey. I'm Libby. I'm Allie. And this is your time for redemption, Allie. <sighs> the Social Work Friends Podcast. She did it. <laughs> she did it. A deep breath and concentration. <laughs> she needed time to be prepared as well. <laughs> So today, I know I've teased this a couple of times, but I'm really excited for this episode because it's going to be different. It's going to be interesting. And it is also spooky season. So we're, we're into it. We're here. We're neck deep in spooky season already. I... I'm not deep in spooky season already. Allie is about ankle deep in spooky yeah, season. It's, it's getting there. She got her wall up. She'll put that on Instagram, I'm mm-hmm. sure. But, uh, yeah, it is the beginning of spooky season. It is the best time of year for me. And it is going to be fantastic. I'm so excited. Our episodes this month are amazing. We've started posting our mini-sodes. Um, I do have a thrift haul as well. We're staying on top of that. Um, what did you get from Goodwill? Oh, I bought a, like a jacket flannel thingy. It's black. It's, really it's like a black denim. It's huge, but in a good way. It's really comfy. It's I like a perfect fla- fall flannel mm-hmm. thing. Um, and I got, I got this like weird, I think you could probably consider it mid-century, um, like firewood holder thing. I'm not really sure what to call it, but it's gonna go right next to my mantle because we're actually gonna burn wood in the chimney this year, which I've never done before, but it's for the vibes, for the vibes only. Um, and what else did I get? Oh, I got these little skulls that they're I'm gonna so put candles cool. in. They're, they're adorable. And I feel like I got one other thing and I just can't remember. You got candles that somehow fit in it. We I got did. little teeny tiny tall skinny candles. I was li- I was holding these little skulls and I was, I'll we'll put a picture on Instagram. I was holding these little skulls and I go to Allie, I should probably put them back. I cannot find any candles to put in them. And then I look in front of me and they are the exact size candles that I need in like a 36 pack or something for $2. And this other pool holder thing. Yeah, it did come with a really cool holder as well so those are also going up around my house currently um ow, I'll put a we'll put a thing on Instagram um of basically like my whole mantle and everything because it's it's dope I'm pretty proud of myself I'm it's gonna put cool. myself in the back it's pretty good um but yeah we should probably crack right into it because this is gonna take I, I feel like this is gonna take a while we're probably gonna talk okay. about this because it is so interesting to me at least it is fascinating i feel like i say that a lot but honestly yeah and a lot of stuff fascinates me like i'm a big learning sponge i love to learn so everything just fascinates me including possession including insanity including people saying that they are possessed instead being insane right or no, people saying they're insane, but instead being or neither. They're neither. I don't know. Allie will tell us. We'll figure it out. We'll we, I'll figure it out along with you <laughs> because I think I got my my orders mixed up. Um, okay, so I think we all know what possession is, and we all know what insanity is, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, generally, I mean, we've all heard of and or seen some horror movies, like The Conjuring, that are possession in a, in a big way. But I don't think I ever thought of, like, what happens in the real world when somebody's possessed or insane. And I've also always kind of thought that the, that the symptoms of insanity and the symptoms of possession are very similar. But I'm here to tell you what's what and what's not what and who's doing what. So, back in the Diz day, people slapped like two labels on things. They slapped possessed and insane. Insane can be like moved for like lunatic, whatever. But those are pretty much like if you were slightly different from like what society wanted you to be, you got one of those two labels. And... So, most of the time, the people that are labeled as insane or lunatic, as we know, as we have covered in this podcast before, they go to the asylum. And people that were labeled possessed, sometimes I think went to the asylum, but most of the time they were exercised. And um, there's, there wasn't really a huge distinction between who they called possessed and who they called insane. And who they called a witch. Honestly, that was also one that got passed out, but it kind of just like depended but we're gonna get to the witch trials don't you worry that is spooky season um so people that would be considered like possessed slash a, slash a witch would be like a woman who did things better than like a man could so a woman that was a really good doctor and a woman that stood up for herself or was unmarried or didn't want kids she would be labeled as a, a witch or possessed and probably thrown into an asylum or exiled or hung or something along those lines. And I mean, it just, it wouldn't have to be something that was someone exhibiting like super alarming behavior, like visions of angels, voices of demons, or like random gaps in their memories. It could just be those women. But we're definitely gonna focus on the, on the visions and auditory hallucinations. Like that's a raven? Oh. My God, you just pulled the TV show so deep from my memory. I love that show. Kind of like that's a raven. That's a raven would definitely have been tried and convicted of <laughs> being a witch. But, um, yeah, like, like visions mm-hmm. and auditory hallucinations. Um, and, you know, just like random gaps of memory. Like, how did I get here? What am I doing? So the symptoms that are considered symptoms of possession are weird. And possession is known in a bunch of different religions. Like a lot, almost all religions have some form of possession. Possession in religions can be by gods, can be by demons, it can be by other souls, I think. Um, but we're just going to focus on like a Christian religion because I don't know that much about other religions to be able to just talk on their part. So, um, we're going to follow the definition of possession based on Christianity. So, the actual definition is a spiritual possession. Hang on. Let me see. So the actual clinical definition, according to Wikipedia, is, quote, 
Spiritual possession is an unusual or altered state of consciousness and associated behaviors purportedly caused by the control of a human body by spirits, ghosts, demons, or gods. Possession <clears throat> possession is seen in a lot of different religions, like I said, um, and some of the symptoms include obsession, which includes sudden attacks of irrational thoughts and obsessive thoughts, usually culminating in suicidal ideation, and which typically influence dreams. So you're going to have thoughts that you that are like repetitive. They um, are intrusive. Could like stalking fit into that or not quite to that level? Is that not up there yet? Just because it, that's like, like obsessive thoughts. I didn't those know. Those are obsessive was. thoughts. I think, yeah, there have been like cases of possession where like a person that was possessed like stalked and harmed somebody because mm-hmm. they thought they were doing Satan's work or God's work or whoever. Um, but I'm not going to bring in the um, associations with other psychological disorders until later. So just take this with a grain of salt because yes, they're going to sound eerily similar to those of insanity, but there's like a big difference. So obsessive thoughts, intrusive thoughts, thoughts that play over and over and over in your head for no reason, thoughts that invade into your dreams, um, suicidal ideations, uh, and so the next one is oppression, in which there's no loss of consciousness or involuntary action. So you, you, you as you, you as the person in your body gets shoved down, but not to the point where your body loses its conscious state, just to where somebody else is driving the car that is your body. Um, external physical pain caused by Satan or demons, infestation in which in which it affects the house, objects or things, or animals. So y'all know like the stereotypical trope of like animals can sense and see shit that we can't. Mm-hmm. Kinda love it, won't lie. But, um, so a possession will affect the animals in which they will probably be pretty pissed off and, um, it'll also result in, like, shit flying around your house. Probably, if I had to guess, crosses being flipped upside down, things moving on their own. Um, and then subjection, in which a person voluntarily submits to Satan or demons. This one, not so much sure what that means. I think that means, like, when somebody is, like, like, trying to do things that they shouldn't be doing, like, talking to them or, like, summoning them or something. I don't know. the Ouija board? Yeah, but, like, they're just trying to do it with, like, their blood on the wall or something. That makes sense. So, like, trying to do that stuff. Um, And then there are some other ones that really freak me out, and if this shit started to happen around me, gone. You would not, you would, you would see a dust cloud where I stood if this shit started happening. So, another, the first one that has been reported is manifestation of superhuman strength. Okay, so you can do shit. There's, like, some reports where there's, like, this young girl who can't be held down by eight grown men. She just can't be held down. Um, speaking in tubs, this one, I don't know why, but it really creeps me out when, like, 
in the horror movies when like people start like and you're just like what the fuck (laughs) and it's like latin but backwards and you're just it's a it's an icky feeling when that happens it does it gives me goosebumps i'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it right now but (laughs) um and uh, so specifically speaking tongues in languages that the victim does not know that's like a big distinction like you can speak in tongues in english all the all you want apparently and you're not going to be counted in this but if this shit is like fucking a dead language okay you've got me revelation of knowledge just in her hidden that the victim cannot know so that's when this person pulls shit from some part of their brain actually i can't say that because they don't do that they pull it from somewhere i'm not sure where i can't definitively say where and they lay it on the person that's around them. Something that the person would never have told them and the other person would not know, you know? Um, Blasphemous rage, obscene hand gestures, using profanity, oh my god, who uses profanity? I don't fucking know. Um, Aversion to holy symbols, names, relics, or places. That's just like, you know, the stereotypical trope of that or whatever, so that's like, you hiss at holy water or something probably um okay so that last set of symptoms was kind of wild okay that shit happens gone okay but there's one symptom that's not even a symptom it's more like a physical manifestation that you see happen um that i think i would rather like eat my own vomit than see somebody do this and that is levitate Shit start levitating and I will run through a wall to get out. Shit starts rocking. A person floats. Other things float. It can be a small object. I'm dead. I'm gone. That was a thing on TikTok for a little bit that people would like. So if you were like laying in bed with your significant other and they would like lay on a chair and then cover themselves with a blanket and then wake their like whoever's laying by them up. And it would just look like they were levitating on the bed. And everyone, every time, the other person would freak out. And it was hilarious. But, oh, good God, if that actually happened, I don't even know what I'd do. Cry. Probably cry. Scream Fucking and cry and run away. Stop <laughs> and run through the nearest window. Oh, my God. I would be out of my house so fast. Sell it. Sight unseen. You can have all the shit in it. I don't want my phone. (laughs) Yeah, just take it. You know what? Set it on fire. It doesn't matter. Uh, Yeah, no, no fucking thank you. I am good. If that starts happening... Ah, ah, because that shit I can't explain. The rest of this I'm about to explain. Levitating, though? Ugh, it's a different level pun not intended (laughs) so a lot of the symptoms that i read off before are symptoms that can also be explained with insanity and are probably easier explained with insanity and a lot of the symptoms that people exhibit when they are quote possessed they just line up really really well with like the symptoms of like a psychotic break uh complete psychosis a really intense schizophrenic episode. Oop, gonna take that out. A really intense episode of somebody with schizophrenia. So, um, it just, ah, 
The only thing that I would not be able to explain is psychosis, but the only thing I would not be able to explain is levitation. That, I just can't. Ugh, I just can't. It would be so fucking gross to see that. Um, so, the symptoms of psychosis, I'm gonna say in just three words, and you can be able to relate all of the things that I said into the symptoms of psychosis and be able to explain them with things that happen in your body. So, the first symptom of psychosis is um, delusions. So, these can be uh, auditory delusions and visual delusions, but either way they're delusions. So that's like people speaking to you, things that you can see that nobody else can see. That shit, it sky's the limit, honestly. Usually it's voices that are telling yourself to do something harmful to yourself or others. And so those are those like negative voices that you can hear sometimes. And um, the other one is hallucinations so those are those things that they're very similar delusions and hallucinations but hallucinations is like you are seeing something manifest itself basically like in front of you and it's like claiming to be there and you can't tell the difference between reality and what you're seeing and it's like you literally cannot tell the difference you can be like oh I understand that I have schizophrenia, so like some of the things I'm seeing might not be real, but you can't tell the difference. Like in the moment you can't. Yeah, in the moment you can't. And then the other one is confused or disturbed thoughts. So those are like those repetitive thoughts that came earlier that would explain the really intrusive obsessive thoughts that intrude into your dreams a lot of times they are suicidal ideations and they can be really scary big bad thoughts that won't go away that you can't get to go away you can tell them to go away you can try to get them to go away you can play music you can distract yourself but they won't go away um and yeah so the superhuman strength can be explained really easily i mean our bodies do crazy things when we're scared and if I were a young girl being pinned down by 10 men you're damn right I'm gonna try to fight them off you're damn right I'm gonna pick them up like I, you're not that's just like a girl that was terrified and struggling like big-time struggling speaking in tongues I can't really explain but like there's people that have certain mental health disorders that speak different languages that you wouldn't even know that they would know so not even that but people sometimes make up like their own languages and yeah. communicate that way and that's not something that you would be able to recognize yeah that's just something they do mm-hmm so um so yeah it's really hard to kind of tell the difference between the two but mental health and like psychosis and the different psychological disorders that are associated with it are really well studied and are something that like can be proven by brain chemistry and science and scans and blah 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 but possession not so much um there are people that like claim possession and sanity and yada 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 and it's really hard to be like no nah, nah, nope. you're not you're not possessed yeah you're not even insane nah, you know but 
I'm gonna pass that on to Allie because Allie has the maid scoop. She's she's gonna help us suss that out. Yeah. So with your last thought, they if you go to court and are using the insanity plea plea, you actually have to be like assessed by experts. You can't just like say it and expect it to work. Yeah, I think that we Which talked about that sense. with the DID episode yeah, I think so. of like you actually have to go through treatment in order to receive the insanity plea mm-hmm. because after you receive treatment and you're not better, there you go. Yeah. And there's actually 51 different kinds or types of insanity defenses. Holy shit. Because states have different definitions for it. Yeah. So they've adapted different ones. Maybe I did not look them up, but if you really want to, go crazy. If we, um, if we really, really <laughs> want to, we could, like, maybe do, like, a mini-sode and just, in that mini-sode, just list off, <laughs> just list off 51 things and say, bye! <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're not going to do that unless people really, really want us to. Otherwise, you can just Google it on your own, I'm sure. Yeah. And then only 0.85% of cases have an insanity plea entered on behalf of the defendant, so they're pretty rare. Less than 1%. Which is kind of crazy. That is but I, I feel like we hear about them because they're the more public cases. So that's why it might seem like they're more often than that. And then over 70% of defendants who withdrew their plea after... Or, sorry. Over 70% of defendants will withdraw their plea after experts find they meet the legal definition of sanity. So not even as many go... Th- like, move forward, I guess. Um, and then I found a couple little statistics I get. They're not really statistics. Um, like, success rates. And so, psychotic or mental disorders are the most likely to be acquitted because... Oh, that's not what I meant. Because why? Okay, <laughs> let me start that off. <laughs> so... Psychotic. Yeah, is that a bad word to be using? Psychotic? No, that's right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Psychotic or mental disorders are the most likely to be acquitted with use of insanity defense um, compared to people who suffer from personality disorders or that are charged for sex crimes. They're less likely to find success. So, personality disorder... Okay, so that's that, that makes sense because psychotic... There's... There's a difference between personality disorders and psychotic disorders. Mm-hmm. Personality disorders are like serial killer ones mm-hmm. where you just are completely lacking the ability. You can do it, but it requires a lot of work and it, you're not going to be 100%. But you, there's a part of your brain that is like, we don't really understand feelings or empathy and we're mm-hmm. just gonna and there's a lot of people that have antisocial personality disorder Ooh, we should do that for an episode but don't kill other people mm-hmm. and that's like why it's such a big thing of like personality disorders because you're still making conscious choice and you're aware of what you're doing however with psychotic ones you go into a complete psychotic episode and you might not wake up from that. Yeah. You have no idea what's going on. Your brain is just... Ooh, ooh. 
And then, so I have five different cases that I was looking at. So the first one, these ones are pretty well known. Well, some of them. So first one I have is Ed Gein. Oh my God. And if you don't know, he would skin dead bodies to wear as clothing or use as decorative items in his home. So he had a suit that was made out of human skin. He had a lampshade that was made out of a human face. Oh my he God. had a belt Dad, that was made out of me. female nipples. The nipple belt. Like. You're giving me heebie-jeebies, <laughs> Allie. <laughs> um, so he pled not guilty by reason of insanity, and he was deemed legally insane. And he served, I want to say it was like 10 or 11 years there at a facility. And then after those years were up he was found guilty of first degree murder and served a life sentence okay no that was a different yeah a life sentence in a mental hospital yes and actually i don't know if i said this on the first episode did i that okay i don't know if i said this on the first episode but the reason why i went into psych i think i did say this was because my abnormal psychology teacher worked with Ed Gein. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my fucking god. That's pretty crazy. I want to do that shit. That seems (laughs) so interesting. It's like I I just cannot learn enough about the human psyche. It's it's so interesting. So anyway, yes, I my psychology professor worked with Ed Gein (laughs) while he was at Winona State. Or Mundota. Windota? Mm. Winona is a place. Winona is also a person. I think it's Win- Winona. Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder. <laughs> I think it's Winona. Winona. It, 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 it's no, somewhere. We know where a it place. is. We know what we're talking about. Um, next one, also well known, Jeffrey Dahmer. He. What is up with pretty, Wisconsin? Pretty lengthy list of offenses that involved. Sexual assault, cannibalism, necrophilia. Jeffrey Dahmer? Dismemberment? Dismemberment? Yep. Um, and he claimed to have no memory of... I don't know if he said no memory of anything, but, like, during the trial, he said he didn't have memory of some events. That's when I was... Which could be... Could have been caused by substance. Yeah. And he pled not guilty, but his plea was rejected, and he was convicted of 15 murders and sentenced to 15 consecutive life sentences. And then... Why? Why? 15 what? life sentences? Instead of the electric chair? Or what? But... You don't have 15 lives. You're not fucking cats. It's I a, don't understand that. It's a, it's a point, though. They're making a point. Because he killed 15 people? Yeah. I get it, but like... Well, you gotta treat out all of them equally, so you can't be like, yeah, you're gonna get, you're gonna get life in prison I for guess. two, but I guess the yes. other one. So I think it's more for like the families and the and. Have you ever heard? I don't know who it was, where it was, but it was, of some case that somebody died, I think by the electric chair, or something, and came back to life, and was yeah. then like, oh. I served my sentence. I'm a free man. I thought that was crazy. And then I was like, is that why they have 15 sentences? But that would be... And that's actually kind of wild. (laughs) And I don't know what I would do in that situation. 
Freak um, the fuck out would be the first Maybe thing. that person was possessed then. Maybe some spirit stepped into their body. And they were like, we're just going to nope you out of the situation for a second. It'll be fine. It's going to tingle a little bit. But after that, we're golden. I, that would be terrifying. You know that? It would be terrifying. Um, then the next one is Lorena Bought It. Bought It, I think. Um, she... <laughs> She cut off her abusive husband's penis <laughs> while he was sleeping <laughs> and drove somewhere and threw it away in a garbage and then called the cops and was like, yeah, I did this. Come get him. Threw it in the trash. And she did tell him where she put it. So they went and got it and like sewed it back on. Don't know if it was functional, but he had it, I guess. I hope that motherfucker got sepsis. <laughs> yeah, he was... She, like, went into it, but he was very, very abusive. Um, and she claimed that she was suffering from clinical depression, and she was acquitted of the charge due to temporary insanity and could not be held responsible for her actions. She actually got acquitted on that? Mm-hmm. I mean, fair. But, like... Do we really? That shit's crazy. That's real crazy. Yeah. That's just wild. You know Jeffrey Dahmer was murdered in prison shortly after he went, right? Yeah. You know where he was held in prison? Mm, no. Portage. Oh. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> anyway, um, so these next two focus more on the possession piece of it. Um, these were ones that Libby actually pointed in my direction. Um, Annalise Michelle was. Uh, diagnosed with depression and psychosis and she was prescribed various medications to try and help with her symptoms and then after a period of time her parents said that she was not improving and they became convinced that she was possessed by a demon and they went to their local priest and asked them to perform an exorcism How on old her. Is this person? Uh, I don't know it was the first one you shared with me. This is the baby? No. That's oh. all Oh, shit. This is that girl. Oh, shit. I love this case. I, I think it is so she interesting. She, she's like a teenager. Yeah, we'll that's what say, I was thinking. We'll just say teenager. Um, But yeah, so they went to the priest, and they the priest got it approved through their bishop, and they started their... Sessions, I don't know, whatever they're called. They're exorcisms. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I was getting to that. Oh, 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 I jumped the gun. That's okay. Um, and she ended up dying of malnutrition and dehydration after 67. 67. 67 exorcisms. Over how long of time, do you know? Mmm. I have to look. Because this case, so... It did say it, shoot. This case is, is 
so interesting because this girl exhibited signs of possession or insanity or whatever and was not taken to a hospital she was taken to a church and that could have been due to like lack of money to care for her or whatever but after the exorcisms probably i would argue maybe the first five okay the first five and you're good and you probably shouldn't continue you should just go to the hospital and be like hey what we're doing isn't working okay after the first five after the first 30 you should probably just stop you should just stop what you're doing so it doesn't say it doesn't say how this long. This one doesn't, at least. Let me look it up real quick. What's her name? Annalise. It might be Mitchell. M-I-C-H-E-L. I could have sworn it did, but this one didn't, I guess. Okay. But while you're looking at that. So, her parents and the two priests were found guilty of neglect, neglectful, I think, homicide, and were sentenced to six months in jail, which I think is insane, that it was only six months. For her death, yeah. And then, I'm pretty sure it ended up getting reduced to so many, like, how long was it? It got reduced to three years of probation, and they were fined. Which yeah. is really sad. Can I go into her symptoms real quick? Yep. So, she experienced... She actually was in a mental hospital. So, I take that part back. They did bring her to a mental hospital, which I did not realize. But I'm, I really don't think a psychiatric hospital probably did anything at that time in 1970. Um, she was prescribed an anti-convulsive drug because she had a lot of seizures while she was in the psychiatric hospital. And... She, her symptoms kind of started to get worse and worse from there. She was also prescribed something else that was, that was used to treat schizophrenia um, and various other kinds of psychosis, psychoses. Um, she, she had delusions. She had hallucinations. She had symptoms that aligned with schizophrenia. She complained about hearing voices that was telling her that she was damned, that she was going to rot in hell, and she did not, over the three years that she spent, she spent 1970 to 1973 in the psychiatric hospital, over the three years that she spent there, she did not improve. So then she was taken to the priest, and she weighed, did you look how much she weighed? She weighed 66 pounds. That's one shy of the exorcism sessions. She... That is one... <laughs> oh my god. Um, her cause of death was, like Allie said, malnutrition and dehydration. Um, from almost a year of experiencing exorcisms and whatnot. When she died, the person that... Um, like the the uh, autopsy person said that she suffered from broken knees and contusions and was unable to move without assistance and was reported to have pneumonia. 
So those were the things that were like leading up to her death. I just think that that is so crazy that she went through all of these symptoms and they just literally could not find a cure for her. Yeah, and there's a few films that are based on her. I think it's because it was pretty fucking wild. Yeah. Um, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Crazy movie. And I don't know how to say this one. It's an R. It's at the top part. It's a name in a book that I've read too. Requiem? Sure. Sure, we'll go with that. And Annalise, The Exorcist Tapes. Also so crazy. I have not watched them. I have. I watched them when I was little. <laughs> I think I watched them when I was probably like 10, maybe 11 Yikes. years old. With my sister and I think my cousin Brooke. Shout out to you, Brooke. I'm pretty sure we watched it with her. We used to watch a lot of scary movies when my parents were gone. And Brooke was, was in charge. Uh, it was pretty awesome. But pretty scary as well. So 10 out of 10 would recommend watching those movies. They're super corny and like old and blah blah blah, but they're pretty good. And then the last one that I have is the three-year-old. And I think her name's Arlie. Oh, Arlie Proctor. We'll go with that. Um, her family... Hang on. I don't know that. It says ceremony, which I think just means... No, I don't know if they did an actual exorcism on her. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they did. Oh, I thought they did. It says ceremony. Okay, so this is what the article that we were looking at says. Um, that they... Her family, which included her mom, grandfather... There was a pastor there and her uncle. Um, they performed a ceremony... Because they believe that she was possessed by an evil spirit. This is a baby, by yeah, the she's way. Three. A baby. Little, real little. Um. Doesn't say anything about actual exorcism. Do you know what the symptoms were that they thought that they were possessed? Why she thought they were possessed? Yeah, because when she would fall asleep, or like when she was sleeping, she would randomly wake up screaming and crying. And that meant she was possessed. Same. Yeah. Same. So you're possessed too? Mm-hmm. Oh. Was when I was a baby too. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> we weren't allowed to be <laughs> baptized into the Catholic Church because we were triplets, so, you know, you never know. That was probably just Oh, no. Okay, issues. yeah. Later they did perform an exorcism. I just missed that part. Oh, my God. Um, that would make sense. Because I was like, why would the priest be there otherwise? <laughs> the the priest was just a bystander yeah. he's just recording it standing Never. in the background <laughs> um so during that ceremony the mom attempted to induce vomiting by sticking her finger down her child's throat and um the little girl fell asleep several times while her mom was pushing down on her throat and the mom was accused of starving the child then holding her neck and squeezing it while the grandfather and uncle <laughs> held her down. God, that is so sad. And Arlie died of asphyxiation. When did this happen? A while ago. 1974? 
1842. Oh no, this is really, this is really relevant, or like really recent. I mean, is it? It was. This article is published in twenty two. Pretty sure that that happened within the past year. That doesn't add up. This would have had to have been last year. So it was probably in 2021? Yeah, that would make sense. Because it said that she was brought to the church September 24th. And that, that wouldn't work for this year. <laughs> that wouldn't work for the article posted so, in May. Yeah, then I think it was it would have had to have been 21. Cool. That doesn't give me an actual date. So it happened almost exactly a year ago. Which I would not think that somebody would do that in 2021. That sounds like something that happens in the 60s or whatever. Well, yeah, I thought it did until I looked at the top. That's crazy. That is, that's really sad, but that's still happening. Ouch. And she was so little. Ouch. Um, you? so... Her mother, grandfather, and pastor, and the uncle were all arrested on charges of child abuse, leading to the death of a victim. How would you have handled that case as a social worker? I don't know if we would have, unless there were other kids in the home. Let's say there was. Um... I mean, like any other case, I guess, we would have to still... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so probably like any other case, um... When there's parents that are incarcerated or family members, we go to the jail or it would probably be a jail at, at the point that we were working with them. We'd go and meet with them and ask them questions about maybe things that they're struggling with. Um, they give us a lot of information about the kids. Did you have to like TPC the kids? We would have, yeah, for sure, in a situation like that. So the kids would be placed potentially with another relative it kind of seems like the whole family was in on this thing. <laughs> it kind of seems so, like maybe an aunt or grandma's <laughs> not a good idea so at that point we might have to look at foster home um i don't know i think this would be very hard the kids would 100 percent need to go to um therapy yeah to work through this yeah <laughs> and if there was other kids, yeah, we don't know if there is other kids. We're just like, kind of going off of what we have. Um, that's wild. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy that that happened literally last year. Yeah. And just did so those sad. people get convicted, or are they still pending trial, or waiting in trial? It says uh, no. Let's see. Maybe you're asking all the good questions. Sorry. Oh, it's okay.
Oh, while we're waiting, I wanted to mention um, that there is a really cool case that's happening that's kind of instrumental to when I started True Crime. Um, and I learned about it today that Anand Saeed from the Serial Podcast has been freed after 23 years in prison. And if you don't know what the Serial Podcast is, you should really go listen to the first season because this is crazy. And it's so sad that he spent 23 years in prison and I do not think that he did it. So... But this this podcast in this case is what got me into true crime and I've been stuck in it ever since. I think I listened to that in like 2019 or something and so it's been like three years since I've been in true crime, several tattoos later, and I'm still loving it. But he was freed and that is actually so cool. I remember with the same cousin Brooke from the Exorcism movies that we watched as children, um, talking to her in the like lunchroom of the college that I was at and being like holy shit for like four hours it was crazy um back to this so I'm reading a different article on it and the medium.com I don't know um and it says that while the investigation was ongoing the mom created a YouTube video after her, her little girl was already dead and she was posting, like, videos of her. From like, jail? Like, acting like she was alive. I don't know. That's... That's messed up. That's confusing. Or maybe she had it, like, ready to upload. Considering we're trying to figure out how to get our stuff ready to upload and it's exceptionally <laughs> difficult. Uh, I, would, I would say... Oh, there we go. Six days after uploading the video, she was arrested and charged with felony child abuse. But then her brother, so the uncle, and her the grandfather were not arrested until May 11th. So That's why the article was released yeah. in May. And they were all cha- charged with the same offense. So they have not been convicted yet. Sounds like they're still very much so investigating the crime. says that it's an ongoing case and hasn't got a trial yet. Okay. So they're still investigating. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy. Um, the mom faces 25 years to life in prison if convicted. So. That's a really big bummer. Yeah. It's a really, really big bummer. Uh, but yeah. So, um, what's our next episode? The that would be a mini episode. The mini so do we say what the mini so is on? No, I don't know if we know yet. Oh shit! What's our next main episode, Allie? Cults. And who's doing that episode, Allie? Me. And who's excited for that episode? Libby. Me. <laughs> I am so excited to talk about cults. And to have Allie just shower me in knowledge about cults and then 
I can just pull from what all of the knowledge, all of the true crime podcasts and TV shows that I've watched of just, like, my knowledge of cults. I'm like a little sponge, guys. I just, <laughs> I love learning, and I especially love learning about fucked up stuff. It just, it's just interesting. It's fascinating, some might say. We're also going to be have a, having a mini-sode drop, um, so keep your eyes out for that. We don't have a uh, thing picked for it yet, but you'll, you'll, you'll know when we know. Um, so you can find us on Instagram at the uh, social work friends pod yep you can find us on instagram at that you can find us on apple Podcasts, amazon music spotify and anchor pretty much wherever you like to listen um we drop episodes every tuesday and thursday and you can find all of our thrift hauls on instagram we are always on instagram it is full of life over there so if you want to go over to instagram and see what we do on the daily Hop on over. Um, if you find us on Apple Podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe us. Same with Spotify. And uh, have a great um, day, week, month, year. Spooky season. Whatever it is. I don't care. But have a good one. And we will s- not see you. We won't see you later. But we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye.